0: We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one.
1: Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello! Welcome to Episode 9 of Gaming with the Moms. I am Nicole Tanner, Managing Editor at Paiselkin.org, and the mom of a three-year-old. Who has been very exasperating lately. <laughs> I am joined, as always, with fellow, fellow fabulous mom, Linda Brenneman. Hello. And the wonderful laugher, <laughs> Simone de Rochefort. Who
2: is not a mom.
1: She's not a mom. She's also holding in her laughter, like, you missed your cue there. <laughs> I, I didn't want to deafen everyone. It's just the beginning. I'm sure it'll, I'll, it'll come back. It'll come okay. back. Okay, good. And we are joined today, our guest is Kate Curtis, who is Hello. founder, owner, President of Communication Tactics. uh, And she actually helped Linda get ready for a talk that she did in Seattle.
2: That's right. Kate was an amazing help to me. I did this thing called an Ignite Talk, which is a um, short format talk about something that you're passionate about. And in my case, it was basically about playing video games with kids. And Kate helped me kind of be able to express all that in a way that people could relate to and understand and it was really helpful so mm-hmm. anybody who needs a speech <laughs> do a speech say, go to kate yeah. because she's the most awesome yeah excellent plus Thank she's for that apparently gonna swim the english channel <laughs> That is amazing <laughs> next wow. year yeah wow yeah yeah 2016 basically yeah, a real
0: life Video game character, superhero.
3: Yes, yeah, <laughs> she is. They'll yeah. Make a game. Hey, you know, I learned a lot about video games those few weeks I worked with Linda.
1: Yeah, we've heard. Learned. Do you want to share yeah. the story with your son? Yeah,
3: I'd love to. You know, I uh, I came home and uh, my mother in law was there, and we we're all just kind of hanging out, and the kids are in the next room, so I never know, you know, how much they hear, how much they pay attention. Of course, right. they're on their devices. And. Uh, <laughs> So you know, I'm explaining to my mother-in-law where I've just been. I've been at Pixelkin, and you know about the company and how Linda herself learned to. Um I guess forge a better relationship, a closer relationship with right. her, with her teenage kids through video games, yeah. and it was so yeah. fascinating to me. And I was explaining, you know, that she tried snowboarding, and I'm a skier, so I could relate to that. But <laughs> but you know, but dang, the snowboarding didn't work. And then she tried my tactic, which is take those devices away or take the car. <laughs> <laughs> right. And in her case, it was you know take the car keys away, and I'm going to force yeah. you to talk to me. <laughs> and uh, and then and then finally, she said, you know what, I'm going to try video games yeah. and we talked a lot about what that meant and what that meant for her kids to to teach her how to play mm-hmm. right and that it was um, really special for her kids to yeah. have something that they could then kind of tables are turned right yes, now yeah. they can teach the parents mm-hmm. right right and so i was explaining all of this well next thing you know like little marcus who's 8 years old he about an hour later he comes in and this is long after my mother-in-law's gone and He comes in with his device, and he says, Mama, can I teach you how to play Minecraft? And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're so sweet. Like, his big eyes and his little eyelashes. And those of you who know Mark, it's like he's got the longest eyelashes. And he's looking at me, and he's like, well, of course you can. Of course you can. Yeah, absolutely. And he was so excited. He was talking a mile a minute. I, you know, I... um, I was trying to keep up. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: and, um, it's but not I, easy. Yeah, yeah. 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 And even with some me... of us who
1: know games, it's hard to keep up with Minecraft, Babel, for it sure. It is. <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: and even just the first choice off the bat: do you want creative mode or do you want this uh, the other survival? This survival. Yeah. Like, what mode? does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't. I have know. to choose right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd
1: like
3: to survive.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> choose. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Um, so speaking of Minecraft, we're going to segue into some news here. So there is a new game that has just been announced called Eco, mm-hmm. which is sort of, sort of like a Minecraft, um, but also an educational game, which uh, it looks really cool because you're building like Minecraft style on the earth, but you're not just trying to survive yourself. You have to make the ecosystem yeah, survive as well. This was so interesting to me because I,
0: I guess uh, it's all server-based in the cloud. So a teacher could set up their own planet, and the goal is to be able to build a civilization um, and keep the earth, uh, there's an impending disaster that's going to happen, a meteor strike, something like that. You have to build your civilization without depleting the earth's resources. So if you're chopping down trees, you have to plant trees. If you are hunting elk, uh, you have to be careful and, you know, let their population come back. And the really interesting thing that I saw in the trailer is that uh, the people who are sharing the server together, the players, you can vote on laws that will mm-hmm. go into effect about how you can interact with the world. So if you yeah. notice, say, that your rabbit population is low, <laughs> you get to vote, okay, we're not gonna hunt any more rabbits yes. for now. So you've become an endangered
1: species. Yes.
0: <laughs> so in that way, I think their their goal is to like have the teacher lead these classroom meetings and discuss with the students, middle school students, you know, how are we going to pull this off, build our society while also taking care of resources. So it, it's, it's a really cool, I think, take yeah. on that resource management survival game. Yeah,
1: it sounds awesome. Um, I play a little bit of Minecraft. It's not really my thing. Mm-hmm. But since this is Minecraft sort of with goals and more of a, you know, mm-hmm. distinct
2: pl- mm-hmm. linear yes. thing that you
1: should do, then I, I'm a little more into it.
2: It also sounds like they are basing it on real data and on mm. a real ecosystem the Pacific Northwest. Yes. Yeah. So when you um affect something in the game, you're seeing how it would play out in a real ecosystem, mm-hmm. which is very cool. And uh cool enough for the um US Department of Education that they've given a gigantic grant almost a yeah. million dollars to yeah. help help them develop the game. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. It's very cool. Very you cool. know,
1: cuz it makes you think through the whole the whole process of the ecosystem. So, mm-hmm. like you were bringing up the elk. So, like if you hunt all the elk, okay, there aren't any elk anymore. But guess what? Then your wolves are going to go hungry because they don't have anything to, right. to yeah. eat anymore. So it really makes you think through every step How everything's of what's related. going on. Yeah, yeah. super so. cool. Sounds awesome. We're looking forward to it. Uh, Angry Birds. Everybody knows what Angry oh, Birds is, gosh. yes? Even, even uh, I know. Yes. It. Yeah. <laughs> Have you played?
3: Uh, no, I've watched. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um,
1: Simone did a great live action Angry Birds. That was Birds so much fun. For I us. actually
0: I got a bunch of supplies and I built a slingshot and I made Angry Birds towers out of cardboard and I, like, played with the balls, physics, and mm-hmm. um, made live action angry birds and it was very cool yes very easy too and very cheap (laughs) which was the most important part i was like what it's
1: like a dollar
0: for this square felt this is amazing (laughs) the most expensive part was like the rubber balls from target
1: yeah Yeah. even the pvc that you used to build dude that was like 50 cents (laughs) oh my god
2: (laughs) yeah um although i'll have to say if we had to put a Uh, Dollar value on the amount of time you spent Uh, building Angry Birds. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it would would be fun to do with kids. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
1: You can find that video on pixelkin.org and on Mm -hmm. our YouTube channel. Uh, So, anyhow, Angry Birds, uh, official Lego sets coming next week. They're happening. So, you can also build
0: your own
1: Angry Birds (laughs) with Legos, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Although Legos is all about like, Stacking things and getting them to stand—that's up. the thing—and they're to supposed to be as destructible
0: as Angry Birds in the game. Um, so I, I don't know how they're gonna. It seems like connects would be more yes relatable to Angry Birds, but eh. and it's supposed yeah. to come out in time for the 2016 feature-length Angry Birds movie. That's totally
1: happening. What seriously? Yeah, wow. yeah. So get ready <laughs> for that. going really to be about? <laughs> I you know what I always say like how can they make a movie out of this and then they do they always do every time they do they manage to um but yeah so Legos when you put them together they're pretty stuck together yeah they're not going to fall apart so yeah sometimes it's interesting sometimes stuck together yes that is true <laughs> I've had times with you know my daughter's Legos I like really have to yank them to get them apart <laughs> so that, that totally happens so what are they going to make the birds out of birds are round yeah that's true yeah They get very crea- not they, round they get creative with how you use your Legos <sighs> Like, yeah, one of the times when my daughter got this set, um, which came a little, little book that kind of it's like, oh, these animals in the jungle. Like, here's how you make a tiger. Here's how you make an elephant. And like the set it came with the the actual Legos that you needed to do the stuff in the book. But one of the animals is a parrot. And let me tell you, it was a stretch. <laughs> it was kind of a stretch to see that this was a parrot. Like, you tilt these. your head and squint a little bit. Uh, <laughs> maybe that sort of kind of looks like a beak, but... You know. <laughs> so they have done birds All right. before, so... Use your imagination. Yeah, exactly. So anybody out there with a daughter of elementary school age, you have... You do well. I do. Then you obviously know what Frozen is. Oh, of course. <laughs> I, I'll wager that any
0: child, any parent of a child, knows what
1: Frozen is. <laughs> yes, yeah, so some of us way too much. Um, so yeah. So there's a ride uh, at Epcot Center, uh, Disney World in Florida that recently shut down. It was their Viking ride. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been, Maelstrom. On it. Maelstrom. I actually remember. Finally remembered riding it. I was looking at videos online be like, did I ride this last time? <laughs> like, I don't remember it. But then, like, they showed videos of the people standing in line. Okay, yes. I'm like, yes. I definitely
0: <laughs> did that. That's the part <laughs> of Disneyland you remember? <laughs> yeah. Or Disney World.
2: Because yeah. um, the ride's only four minutes. Yeah, the line but you stand yes. in line for, like, two half an hours. hour. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: so anyhow, so that, uh, that ride has been shut down, and it is going to be turning into a Frozen ride. Ooh. It's going to be called Frozen Ever After. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to you're gonna just like move through. I don't remember the name it's of a the canoe
0: ride Maelstrom, no, oh, Arendelle, Arendelle, the yes. Arendelle Summer Festival,
1: yes. And uh, you're gonna see all the wonderful frozen characters, and then, yeah, of course, Elsa at the end will be singing Let It Go. If we sound a little not
0: as excited about this as we could be, <laughs> well, it's because Nicole is the mother of a daughter, a young daughter, and because I Am the one of the few people on this earth who did not enjoy Frozen.
3: Did you like Frozen? I didn't watch it. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. That's the good thing about having a girl in the fifth grade is that she goes to friends' houses now and watches oh, all of these yeah. movies, right? So. so I don't actually have to be there and endure this.
1: Amongst the preschool crowd, very yeah. right. unbelievably. Terrible. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I I love Disney
0: princess movies. I know you don't, but (laughs) this one did not do it for me. Which is kind (laughs) of
1: funny because usually people who hate princess movies find this one the most palatable because it's about (sighs) sisterly love as opposed to romantic love. Fair
0: enough. I will say there was a sure a hefty amount of romance in that movie for a movie that – at the very last minute became about sisterly love but i i do think i think frozen is really important in the way that it i mean it does have that message and it does I, the, the fact that little girls are so passionate about it and uh so it's making so much money as a film about two sisters i think i find that really important so mm-hmm. i'm kind of like yay i want you know disney to keep doing frozen stuff just so that girls can see that a movie with two female leads can be successful yeah I don't personally want to experience frozen any more than I have had to and I'm not I don't want to talk to about either, it in my circle but, of friends
1: but um oh. yeah I'm probably going to be experiencing it yeah. for like the next five I'm so years sorry. at least um so yeah so if your kids are into frozen you might want to go to Disney World should have had a kid <laughs> sooner yeah, <laughs> exactly
2: um, I was actually kind of interested in the fact that they have some kind of upgraded animatronics for this. Yeah. Which, what amazes me about these Disney rides is that they're the same as they were 50 years ago. (laughs) Yes, yes. And people keep going and I'm glad to see they're doing some new stuff. Yeah,
1: well, they updated uh, Pirates of the Caribbean uh, to, to follow, to look like the movie. Like, you see Johnny Depp Poking out right. of a barrel now. Yeah. Speak of, of things that pirate. you think,
0: how could they make a movie out of that? Exactly. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, got, it got very meta there. Yeah. Movie based on the ride, <laughs> now based on the movie. You know, which... I
0: forget that it was based on a ride at first. It's yeah. Just, yeah. The movie's the first thing that
1: comes to my mind. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So other news Family Gaming News, Little Big Planet 3. <laughs> <laughs> Simone loves. Has yes. some uh, DLC downloadable content. So. Linda doesn't become the acronym Nazi over here. I
0: have a, an objection. Oh, why is wait it a minute. Not deal, why is it DLC? I said not I was DC? the
2: acronym police. Oh, not okay. Police. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Okay. She's a police officer. I will be the police.
0: <laughs> a role model that we should all follow. Okay. Unlike Nazis. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes. <laughs> Who we learned today, you fight at the end of Bedknobs and Broomsticks, a yes. movie that neither Nicole or I have seen. But Courtney has. Uh, <laughs> love you, Courtney. Bye, Courtney. miss you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's going to be a little Big Planet three, um, basically an extra part of the game DLC downloadable content. It's called the Journey Home, and it's coming out next month. And basically, it's an extension of the end of the game. You know, at the end of the game, they go from the planet that they're on back to Craft World. But <gasps> turns Spoilers. out, okay,
1: you know what? <laughs> there's the laugh we've been waiting for. That it. game
0: came out in November. Thank you. I, I could do it again. <laughs> it'll, it'll just keep an ear out. You'll hear it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's great, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, um, no, yeah, I, I, s- was <laughs> I was just kidding. Just kidding, Simone.
0: <laughs> well, now, now, I'm not going to stop. Anyway, so the really the thing I'm really really excited about for this is that they're bringing back characters and themes. I think places from the first two Little Big Planet games, nice. which obviously the the second Little Big Planet game is, in my opinion, the strongest of the series, just in terms of the the ease of play versus i guess how how complex and challenging it is it really strikes a good balance between like teaching you how to do these really complicated things very slowly Mm -hmm. so that you know by the end of the game you are like doing crazy stuff with your hands and it comes so naturally to you because you've had all this practice throughout the game little big planet 3 i think has a Bit higher barrier of entry, which was a disappointment to me. Although Mm -hmm. I, I love the game; it's still very cute, very creative. Um, And the the really cool thing about this, ultimately, is that Little Big Planet has a level creator, so any player can make their own levels using assets from the game, so Mm -hmm. objects, um, art. Et cetera, et cetera, characters. So basically, we're going to have a bunch of new stuff for the community to make levels with. So, and some of the community levels are incredible. They are absolutely on par with levels created by the developers. So, yeah, they're amazing.
1: Um but yeah, Little Big Planet, the whole series, very, very good for families, great mm-hmm. cooperative play, yeah. nice nonviolent gameplay, very yeah. cute characters. And you can
0: jump in and out at any time. I think it's up to four players can play at once, and you can just like I'll be playing, my roommate will walk in, grab a controller, turn it on, pop right into the middle of the level with me, and mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. That
2: sounds really fun. Um it seems like the community is very passionate for that I game. I
0: love the little big planet community. Right. I get really like emotional about it sometimes actually because like Like I said, those levels are amazing, and some of them aren't, I guess, what you would think of as a traditional game level where you're going through towards a goal. A lot of them, for example, are these theme parks, and so people will build roller coasters. They'll build rides that go, like, up to the top and drop down, and I'll just, like, go through and experience this incredible, beautiful theme park that someone has built for strangers, like no compensation, just out of yeah. the pure joy of creating it. And it and they usually leave like cute messages so saying cool, like, yeah. Welcome to this park. And it's just it's it feels so good to experience the community like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: it's oh, it's a little big planet. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> okay. No, we are already- Shout out to
0: Media Molecule. I love you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um so another cool thing, the Apple Design Awards, uh, Actually included seven games, one of which is Crossy Road. Which, if you've been listening, you heard Todd Bishop from GeekWire say that that's a game that he likes to play with his daughter. But he said they played on the Kindle Kindle TV something yeah. Kindle Fire, yeah. yeah, that plugs into the TV, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think I think it was Kindle TV that or Fire TV. Sorry, yes, Fire, Fire TV. TV. Oh my god.
1: Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> this is like um, a cute blocky, pixelated version of Frogger. Uh, and then some of the other games were uh, Does Not does not Commute by Mediocre. Why would – uh, <laughs> Mediocre, whoever you are, you need some help naming your studio. I'm sorry. Believe
0: in <laughs> yourself. Yes. Is that what you would say True, as a communications yeah. expert? Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean – A lot of these are games that I haven't heard about before, but I'm definitely going to check them out. Uh, Last year, the Design Award went to Threes, which is a great math puzzle game type thing. And then also Device 6, which we were talking about. Threes is
0: the game that – what's that – 2048 actually ended up copying didn't they wasn't there some? any popular
1: games on the app store yes. get copied <laughs>
0: 2048 is the one that went viral threes i believe came first but monument
1: yeah. valley won last year monument too. Valley, yeah. just yes. one monument of my valley favorite games ever. yes yeah. so this is actually a pretty good indicator mm-hmm. of some really great games so yeah. i'll definitely be checking out more of those on the list Finally, there's some news and some admission on my part. So, apparently I have been pronouncing hearth- Hearthstone <laughs> the wrong way by calling it Hearthstone. Although, you know, Linda and I were talking about this earlier about like oh, home and hearth and the fireplace where I've always called that a hearth, like I've never called it hearth. So, to my defense, like that's why I said Hearthstone. So, um, but yeah, we were we were Told uh, very passionately by Tiki Guy on Twitter that we have been pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> oh, wow. So it's kind of ingrained in me now. So I'll try my best to repronounce it. But we will make mistakes. Well, yeah, we'll. You know, Tiki Guy, though, shout out, you're awesome. Especially your profile picture with the IT Crowd guy. Yes. yes
2: awesome. Plus. Yes, he wonderful is. show. He's, he's actually a dad who plays. um you know, family-type games with his kids. He yeah. says a lot of dads mm-hmm. he knows kind of tend to stick with uh, Destiny or right, right, right. the FPS games. But he likes to play the games that we talk about on this podcast, which is awesome. Very cool. Yes,
1: super awesome. But in Hearthstone News, <laughs> oh, <that's funny>. what? <laughs> there is, um, there's a new mode coming. It's called Tavern Brawl. And um, it's going to be kind of like a live event type thing. It's only going to happen on mm-hmm. like Wednesdays and Thursdays, uh, Fridays and Saturdays, Wednesday through Sunday. But it won't happen on Mondays and Tuesdays. There's not a lot of specifics here. Like they, you might be given a special deck to play with. You might have to use like like an arena style deck. It's could be lots of things. They're not giving. Uh, it could lots go of horribly wrong for it. me <laughs> <laughs> or many other new players. But that's okay. Um, It's going to be free to enter, um, but the article from Polygon says it's unclear whether there will be uh, some type of charge for something of it, either Mm. in gold. Gold, which is the free currency, or real money. So we'll just have to see. It's supposed to be coming soon. Yeah. Mid-June. Yeah. I'll be excited to do that. It'll be <laughs> cool.
0: It, it's cool that it's happening, I guess, on set days of the week and that you get days off. But I yeah. I love it when um, games do that. Like we, I've been playing Splatoon a bit with Courtney lately and they change basically what courses are available to you every day and that, I just I love the idea that it's kind of this living, growing thing that changes oh, as that you keep playing fun. it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. great. So you
2: know other people are playing. The yeah, same they're playing thing the same courses yeah. as you yeah.
0: and you know you get something something's gonna be different every day you go back. That's so really you never cool. know quite yeah. what
1: you get. Another funny hearthstone uh I'm not going to be able to do this. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do this. Be um, strong. It. You no, can do you it. You did it. You
3: did it twice now. <laughs>
1: Another funny tidbit is uh, Steve Lubitz, who um, is co-host of Isometric a Podcast, who we are all very b- big fans of. He was spectating me oh. <laughs> in a match. So you can, you can go into spectator mode and you can watch your friends with what they're doing, which is what I did with Simone like the first time Yeah, she when you saw playing. me get trashed. Yeah, well, he saw me get trashed twice. Oh! Twice. Oh, and I was so embarrassed. And I'm like – and then I like totally slaughtered the other person on the next game of after course. he stopped of spectating. Course. I'm like, I swear, I swear I really won the next game. <laughs>
0: Also, you you lost because you knew he was watching, and you're yes. like, <gasps> stage fright, exactly.
1: Yeah. That's what it was. How do you tell when someone's watching? Because I the, I the little message will pop up at the bottom that says so and so is watching oh. you, and then there'll be a little eye, like a yellow yeah. eye, lit okay. up at the I bottom I totally of the missed screen. that
0: when I when you were first spectating me. I didn't notice till the game was already over,
1: and I was like, <gasps> Nicole was there, <laughs> yeah, and I was going, Oh, Nicole Simone. saw everything. Oh, Simone, <laughs> don't play that card. Why are you doing that? That's <laughs> you every day. <laughs> yeah, you haven't been on in like a week. I know. What's your problem? I got there's stuff happening in life, <laughs> real life, whatever. That's gross. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so let's get moving now. Kate is here because she is a mom and she's I not am. super familiar with video games. Not at all. I'm in
3: spectator mode all yeah, time. I see <laughs> you taking notes over there. I yeah. am. I'm like, um, yeah, that's me. So
1: much like we did with <clears> Curtis, <throat> we're going to let Kate. Ask us some questions, and we're going to do our best to answer them. Mm.
3: So what's, right. your, what's your first question here? Gosh, where should I start? Okay. Well, so I'm the mom that hides devices. <laughs> 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 that's me. I'm the mean mom. So um, I, I wake up in the morning, and both kids have already been awake for maybe an hour and they've snuck downstairs to get their devices. The oh, oh. <laughs> right? uh, and they know my hiding places. And so they search oh no. around all the different places it could be until, you know, now they've found it. And then they get on there. And then as I as they hear me coming down the creaky steps, they hide it away under the cushion. <laughs> And I'm like, and then, but yet they're sitting in a dark room and I'm like, well, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Every day is an Easter egg hunt for your yeah. kids. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah.
3: Super fun. Um, but, you know, but it, am I supposed to believe that they're just sitting there, um, you know, doing nothing? So I know, I'm like, yeah, I know you're doing something and I, why do I have a problem with this? Well, so I'm trying to figure out. You know, you could be more productive doing something. Aren't mm-hmm. you supposed to be practicing your guitar? Don't you have homework to be doing? Or, you know, maybe you should take a shower and wash your hair for once. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. And also, really, uh, do you want I them really
1: practicing guitar while you're sleeping? Um, that might be yeah, kind
3: of a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and not the ukulele. No, definitely not. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just super impressed that maybe your kids are getting up so early in the morning. <laughs> they, they do. They do. But here's the thing: I think they get up early to play the video games mm-hmm. when I'm not watching. So like, mom's still in bed. She didn't go swimming this morning. Let's go out and find <laughs> our you know devices. So, so maybe here's my question. There's got to be a balance between this because I right. always feel like I'm coming home. And so either it's in the morning and I'm getting on their case, you know, hey, be more productive. You just woke up. Or it's after school and I'm like, hey, be more productive. You have homework to do. Or it's right before bed and I'm like, you got to wind yourself down and yeah, go yeah. to sleep now and, and that must
0: not be fun for you right cuz right. you're always like on
3: I'm the policeman yeah, then yeah. all right and I'm I'm wearing the badge saying hey not yeah. now <laughs> but when is the right time and how much is the right time and 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 where's that balance for for me and, and why am I constantly feeling, maybe you can answer this. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at you, Nicole, yeah. you know, why, why, um, why do I feel so passionate about taking the devices away?
1: <laughs> uh, actually, I don't know. Maybe Linda would be better. See, I've got a three year old Yeah, and she, she gets devices. Not a lot. I mean, it's all about moderation. Um, but, uh, one of our writers, Meredith Bland, whom we love, uh, she wrote uh, She wrote a story about screen time mm-hmm. for us, and one of the things that she purported was a good time for kids would be right after school. You know, don't go okay. straight to their homework. Just have some time to mellow out because they've been in school all day. And just like if we've been in work all day, we come home and we want to do something to mellow yeah, out, sure. that that might be a good time. To let them play games.
3: I like that. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah. And I tried that for a while and I thought, hey, yeah, they've been at school for whatever, yeah. six, seven hours. Mm-hmm. Let's give them a break. Yeah. But it's hard to then get them off <laughs> and say, okay, yeah. now it's homework
2: time. Now it's work time. Get yeah. off
3: the device. Yeah. Yeah. Then,
2: I, yeah. I think it's always going to be hard to get them off the device because it's kids have a hard time with transitions a lot of mm-hmm. the time anyway. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wouldn't matter what it was. Yeah. You know, you're always – I felt like I was always – hurting my kids like a herd of chickens around. <laughs> True. You know, over here, go over there, do this, do that. Um, so some of that's not going to change. It's just part of being a mom and yeah. trying to instill a sense of responsibility <laughs> in yeah. your kids. But what happens is um, I think it's really difficult when your kids go from that kind of toddler age where you have control over everything and then they get a little bit older and um, the right thing to do is to let them take on more and more responsibility as they get older but it's not easy Mm -hmm. to make those decisions and figure out when they're ready to take over responsibility for their own time and for what they're doing with their time and by the time they're teenagers Kate Mm -hmm. um, you're going to be way better off if they're able to manage their own homework time and -hmm. and decide Mm -hmm. when they're going to go to bed and get up and and that doesn't always happen for all kids either but but this process of kind of teaching them good habits and hoping that they you know incorporate that into their own life and sense of self is um it's really important and it's not mm-hmm. easy and i mean in my opinion i think it's really good to have um rules about it and um but also build in some flexibility so that when you see a rule isn't appropriate anymore, you change it, right? Mm-hmm. When they mm-hmm. get a little older and they're maybe able to um, handle a little more responsibility, you can give them that. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if that helps, but I, yeah, I know there's one thing that's more specific is this play diet idea that um, Dr. Randy Coleman has from Learning um,
0: Works. Learning Works for Learning Kids. Works for kids. Yeah. Thanks,
2: thanks, Simone. Um, So the play diet idea is it's the same as the USDA's um, nutrition plate, right? So you know that you need vegetables and fruit and starch and... Whole grains or whatever. I don't, you know, way more about that than I do. <laughs> <laughs> the what food, is pyramid. the yeah. food pyramid. The food pyramid, but they make it a plate That's, now. Yeah. So, so that was a few they, years
1: ago, like mm-hmm. officially changed to the plate. And it was yeah. like a big really? deal. It's the
2: plate. So a certain portion of your plate's protein and a certain portion's, you know, whole grains or whatever. Fats. Yeah, so carbs. he's created this play diet thing, which is saying um, a certain portion of your plate is. Studying a certain portion of your plate is physical activity, and so you, you kind of figure out and allot the time. Um, and then I think between allotting a certain amount of time per day maybe and deciding a certain time of day that the kids can play, that um, at least you have a rule in place. And then if they do go out and sneak the device out mm-hmm. – um, which they do. I don't know. I don't know. I
0: guess my that's question gonna is. That's just going to happen. Like, yeah. Yeah. Is there stuff in the morning that they should be doing, like eating breakfast, getting ready, that they're sacrificing to play the games? Or is it more just like we're literally changing our sleep schedule so that we can get the games? Cause
3: that, yeah, I think that's it. I, oh, wow. I think they get up that's extra early. really impressive. I <laughs> think that might be that. a good time
0: to do it because yeah. I, you're not up. Uh, they're not sleeping, which I guess they would be doing at that time instead, if, as long as there's still enough time to do everything you need to do in the morning, it seems like that would be a time for them to kind of decompress and have a bit of fun before going out to school or whatever their daily activities are. And then if that means that they don't get to play as many games in the afternoon, maybe that's the compromise that they make there. And mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I realize you had... I, I I can imagine that that is what is making it so uncomfortable for you is the fact that you are hiding the devices, but they are like they're taking that control away from you, right? And yeah. saying no, we're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. but right. if yeah, there's some kind of compromise there. I feel where it's like okay, you sh- I know you're gonna get up early and play these anyway, but that means that. This evening you're gonna be doing homework or running laps in the yard. Right, I don't exactly.
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> doing push-ups. What do you, do with children? <laughs> <laughs>
2: you make them do push-ups. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> they should just swim the English channel they and be done should. with yeah. it. Yeah. So well, right. you
0: can carry them on your back like, <laughs> like a mother swan would.
3: <laughs> so well, and here here's a question for you guys too, because I want them to go off to school. And let's say I let them sneak the games in the morning. You know, let's put that out there. <laughs> but but I, w- I want them going to school with a positive attitude, mm. you know, happy. Right. And maybe they've just been playing a game like a Pokemon, or I don't know. He's cute, right? Yeah. What, yeah. That, Pikachu? See, I know a little yeah. bit.
1: <laughs> oh. There are more than one, but yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, maybe it's a fun, silly sort of game and it puts them in a good mood and they go off to school. That's fine. But sometimes I notice that they get kind of angry and, and they're mm, yeah. you know they're oh. in these games and they're you know doing what they're doing. I have no idea. They're probably and,
1: uh, most yeah. likely getting frustrated yeah. at not being able to complete some sort of something.
3: In right. The, the next yeah. level or, yeah, yeah, you know and and then I, you know, okay, time to, you know, go to school. Are they going off to school you know, in that kind of angry mood. And so that's another concern I I have is is what games are the silly games? And you talked about angry birds and I think that's kind of cute and and funny. Yeah. Well I've gotten frustrated with that. So
0: frustrating.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The birds are angry for a reason.
2: (laughs) I think that games can be kind of hard sometimes. Yeah. And if you it's like anything that's hard, a sport or playing a musical instrument or anything. If you um, are trying to master something and you can't, you, c- you can get pretty frustrated. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. yeah but, you true. know, you get over it. It's not a permanent yeah. state. Yeah. I think yeah.
0: it's actually really interesting because one of the one of the things we've talked about before is how kids have trouble recognizing that moment when they're so frustrated that they need to take a break. Mm-hmm. And even as an adult, like, there are times when I'll be – playing a game and I'm really angry, but I don't want to take a break, even though I know that that's realistically what I need. Just take a step back, chill out, come at that problem from another angle later. So I think it could be, you. school could be used as like that kind of, if you're, f- that take a break moment where you're frustrated about this now, but we're going to go off, we're going to do our lives and then we're going to come back maybe tomorrow, maybe whenever And you will be able to look at it differently and maybe solve this problem that you couldn't solve before. So
2: yeah, I think that those those um, kind of video game problems that happen are just the perfect thing for you to talk to your kids about Mm -hmm. and like kind of talk through like, what are they feeling right now? Why are you frustrated? Why are you frustrated? What's happening? Um, What's this is a common thing in life what are some good ways to deal with it? Mm -hmm. And just talking through that thing over and over again is how kids learn. Good idea. And internalize those kind of disciplines.
1: Yeah. I also think that you can't say for sure X game is going to be fun and silly and not frustrating mm-hmm. in some way because sure. there are games like Angry Birds that have completely non-objectionable content where you get to those upper levels and you have to do them over and over and over again and you get frustrated. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know, these are these are they're great games, they're cute games you wouldn't think. That they would be bad, and you know, but they can be—I don't want to say bad, but they can, you know, get you in that frame of frustration. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. That's
2: uh, some of the studies here are really interesting because there have been some studies of violent video games mm-hmm. of people's um, physiological states when they're playing violent video games versus playing, say, a sports video game, um, mm-hmm. and what they found was that sometimes people get more worked up and have kind of more aggressive things going on in their brains when they're playing the the FIFA soccer game
0: yeah. because
2: oh. what's really doing it is the competition it's yeah. the um the striving to win thing that gets your brain into that kind of aggressive um, yeah, yeah. mode, not necessarily shooting a gun yeah. in a game for instance um That's- it's a really interesting finding, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there are games like there are definitely games like I guess Monument Valley is very non-frustrating, but I know like Keezy, for example, our coworker, she is she doesn't like puzzle games. Any puzzle game, no matter how peaceful and introspective it is, will frustrate her at some point just mm. cuz it's not what she likes to do. So and I, I, I think there there is something to be said for finding a, a type of game that might relax you more or stimulate you more. But like like we're saying, like Linda was saying, at, at any point there's going to be a challenge that you can't overcome at that point, and that's where the frustration comes from. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and like that's really the point of the game, and the first part is to be challenged. Like, sure. nobody just plays yeah. games just. Just to win, yeah, just yeah to, yeah oh, I guess. Like, An like easy it's win, really, super easy, I mean, I yeah. get disappointed if I play through a game, and it's really, really, super easy, and I don't feel like I've had at least some challenge that's a
0: good way to look at somewhere. it, like if yeah. you are just coasting through it, it you're not really using your brain as much as you could be using it on something that's really yeah frustrating or difficult,
2: yeah, although I mean i I started playing this um yoga retreat simulator game What? and I played for about 10 minutes and I was like this is so boring because (laughs) all you did was teach people yoga moves
1: oh my
0: god and then
2: win you know points for that that you could spend on oh so you were you were the new yoga mats yeah oh you were the (laughs) trainer That's a new take on that
1: whole thing because I assume like oh yoga
2: game yeah oh
1: you're doing the yoga but no you're that's really weird
2: oh it was so weird, (laughs) Uh, you know, no offense to the developer it was sort of (laughs) like Farmville for yoga I guess you know wow which is that another genre of games which a lot of people find very relaxing right yes where it's sort of a simulator and you're building up your little farm or your little environment. Um, however you would mm-hmm. like, and maybe yeah. you're sending little gifts to your friends yeah. and things and like that. And you
1: have tiny quests, like you need to plant five corn plants and, you know, get so many chickens and, you know, but it's like... Those are very stressful for me. but really? For a lot of
0: people. Yeah, Just the idea that I, I need to keep going back and checking on it. Oh. <laughs> but I'm actually remembering now there's a, a game game, however you would call it. I think it's called Pottery HD that I have on my iPad where you're literally just like molding pots out of clay. And so you use touch controls to kind of like drag the clay up, smooth it over, and you make pots. And people will order pots from you. So you get a picture and then you're like, okay, I'm going to make it in this shape. And then I'm going to paint it with these colors. And then you can sell them. And I found it so relax. It's got like this nature kind of sounds like there's some crickets going and it's nice. You're outside and it's sunny and you're making pots out of clay. And it's like, this is really nice. Yeah, yeah. So I That's play it when so I need fun. to chill out. Yeah. <laughs> which is a lot. Yes. All the time. Constantly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Chill. Yeah. I have no chill. <laughs> I used to play this one called Word Zen which um, had it was sort of um you know, make words out of word tiles kind Mm -hmm. of game yeah um and it had this beautiful zen music going but it was timed so like if you're like (laughs) Um, what like yeah trying to make these words and the timer's clicking down and in the meantime (laughs) the the calming music's playing it wasn't a calming game i I didn't get it but Yeah. yeah well
1: they added a zen mode in bejeweled 3 that really was just a zen mode like there was no time, there was no pressure to make combos, just really nice music, just going through, matching your gems, you know.
0: Yes, whatever. Very, very good. Yeah.
2: Cool. yeah, it's a trade off between um, relaxing and interesting, in my yes. mind. Yes, I yeah. feel like
0: adults need that more than kids do, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I need a game that will actually wake me up in the morning because that doesn't happen.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> you could have your roommate just like throw cold water on you or something. I would appreciate that. <laughs>
0: We could Emmett Scott, if you're listening to this, yeah. please don't do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he could come up with uh, other ways to, uh, to creatively wake you up, I I'm am sure. sure. So Emmett, please be listening to this. <laughs> don't listen to this, Emmett. <laughs>
3: All right, cool. I, I hope that's helpful. Do you have any other questions? It is. It's very helpful. Well, you know, it's interesting because um, I ran across a quote the other day from Benjamin Franklin of all people. Wow, and it came, and it reminds me of you guys. It reminds me of actually of what we were just talking about about you know when games get challenging and you get frustrated and you have to persevere and all this. Um, he um, wrote something back in like seventeen seventeen eighty six. Oh, when Nicole was it? born. <laughs> Simone. Oh, oh, so we have been <laughs> so nice to each other. Now the gloves are going to have to break. This was going Patrice so well. The truce had to break. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> carry on. <laughs> Anyhow, he he wrote something about chess because he was trying to convince people that playing chess was not a waste of time. Wow! Right. And so I could relate to that. Yeah. Me, the one who hides the devices, <laughs> um, you know. And he, so he wrote this essay back in 1786, explaining that it was not just a Idle amusement, mm. that it taught perseverance and the and you know searching for resources and all of this you know right yeah. right and and uh, and how important it was and so I can absolutely relate that mm-hmm. to video games today because you know I mean Linda I think you you quoted this uh, study where like ninety seven percent of of kids play video games in yeah. the U S now it's it's you yeah
2: know. it it's what the younger generations do. In many cases, instead of watching television or movies. True, and, true.
3: Um,
2: Which isn't a bad thing. I mean, not so, always. Yeah. Because they. the thing about video games is that they do have that story element a lot of times, the same thing that movies and television do. But you're active mm-hmm. and you are learning things with a lot of games. Not every yeah. game. Not the yoga mat game. <laughs> <but> <laughs> some games you are. So, uh,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. That is so, so cool to think that, that cool. like,
0: two, a number of years ago,
1: <laughs> a mathematical Both amount of 200, I know. Yeah. So <laughs> we, haven't <laughs> to, we haven't had to do a lot of math today. So. I still
0: haven't done that math, Nicole. <laughs> I, I gave up. But I'm going to do it. <laughs> Trying to calculate how many downloads our podcast gets. I, there are lots of numbers there. It's very hard for me. Anyway, <laughs> it's so interesting to think that 200 years ago, this game that we now know, like, is all about strategy and thinking ahead was thought of as an idle amusement. Amuses me. I'm idly amused right now.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I know. Chess
1: is like... Super hardcore,
0: now. yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Well,
3: and that's and, you know it's for the brainy people, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's the same thing with video games. And and I like what you guys just said about that it is uh, replacing TV because mm-hmm. I have noticed in in our house that the TV doesn't come on nearly as much anymore as it did maybe five years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so now, uh, you know, if they are reaching for something, it's their iPad to play a game. Mm-hmm. That's and, interesting. Um, yeah. that is not really turning interesting. on the TV. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I
2: I think that's another um, factor to look at when you're looking at that play diet for sure Mm -hmm. is you look at all your media time um, altogether and decide if maybe it's okay to trade off the TV time or the Mm -hmm. movie time with game time. Sure. Um, Because a lot of kids just prefer to do that. Yeah. And they have social Mm -hmm. time in games too. You're right. It's not that passive receiving of – Information. A lot of times there's a lot of socializing and interesting things going on mm-hmm. in-game. In yeah.
0: It's so yeah. interesting. It always reminds me of a statistic that I heard a while ago on the Cracked podcast about how literacy rates are so up. And it's because we're all on the internet. We're all texting. Mm-hmm. We're all communicating in the ri- ri- in the written form and I think games are part of that because generally in a game there are instructions that need to be read as well as seen or they'll be like in the Skylanders games all the dialogue has subtitles mm-hmm. that right. are, they're actually really well timed with the spoken word so I think that actually could be helpful as a reading tool where you might not realize that you're learning how to read but it is right there in front of you you're seeing the words as they're spoken so yeah and for lower budget games like
1: there there is no vo for a lot of it it's just text Mm -hmm. giving you the story so that's why most games are the big budget ones are the ones that have voiceover sorry yeah (laughs) and hearthstone (laughs)
2: Oh. Hearthstone.
1: <laughs> I honestly think that maybe they pulled all that VO from World of Warcraft. I wouldn't be surprised. And that's why it sounds all, even though, like my husband stated to me, those are all characters from World of Warcraft. They're still like, I don't know. It just sounds so just mashed together. Like I said, I always play with the sound off. Always. I
0: don't, but I like the dropping tile noise. Anyway. <laughs> oh my God. We're not talking about Hearthstone. <laughs> Yes. Yes. We still need to do the less play. We, we do. I need to add more budget lines before I order the I order. Let's talk about the budget.
3: <laughs> yeah. So did you have any more questions, Kate? <laughs> well, I have an interesting little story about yeah. something that just happened this morning, oddly enough. So um, I wake up, as usual. My daughter, who's in fifth grade, is on her device,
2: hides it under the couch cushion. You know, <laughs> same, same deal. Is that a 3DS or do you know what device it is? The iPad? She or? has an iPad. An yeah. iPad. Okay. And she just shoves it under the couch <laughs> cushion nice. right there, right in. Like, I know what you're yeah, doing. Those are small and easy yeah. to hide. Yeah. yeah, They're thin, yeah. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. slides right there. <laughs> anyway, so um, she's in fifth grade. She's graduating to middle school soon. I mean, she's got like 4 days left right. of school. So this last week of school is super important in 5th grade because they're giving their final presentations. Mm. You know, and so for me as a presentation trainer, I'm looking at her with my hands on my hips saying, "You should be practicing your presentation. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't you have thing better things to be doing than messing around on your iPad." And so she looks at me and gets all sassy, you know, (laughs) and I just think to myself, oh, my gosh, she's going to be losing her interpersonal skills. What is going on? What kind of mom am I? And I have all this, you know, kind of internal dialogue going on. So I say to her, Claire, you're going to rehearse your presentation to me in 10 minutes. Get ready. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> I know that I know. Kate's gonna look at your yeah. presentation. <laughs> oh
2: my goodness. Mean Mom, you know.
3: <laughs> well so here's again, it's so eye opening for me because I always put like things in, in just one big bucket, like video games, bad, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, I, you know I, admittedly, I mean, I, I'm kind of that mom. Um, but this has been so eye opening for me. She did her presentation and she was amazing, you guys. Oh, she that's she great. had the best <laughs> eye contact. Nice. She had gestures. <laughs> she was smiling. She was pleasant. She was looking at me right in my face and talking to me. <laughs> oh, I bet she was. Oh, <laughs> I know, like, like, right? Look at this, mom. <laughs> I, I mean, and she was just towards the display. She has a visual and all this stuff. And oh I thought, gosh. oh, my gosh. So maybe, maybe, just maybe, those two hours or whatever it was on that game this morning helped her relax mm-hmm. to prepare for what's coming. Her Because she was presenting today at noon. Mm-hmm. So I Ooh. knew, you know, it's her day. This is your big day. Um, could it be that she needs that? That downtime, that mm-hmm. play time, yeah. that release,
2: because she knows yeah. she's got this big thing coming up. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think we all. I, I, know I mean, that's so everyone true in me. this room probably uses games that way. I know yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm, i I'm pretty extroverted. I love talking to people. I love being around people. But sometimes, like after a day at work, I. Do not want to talk to people anymore. Usually yeah. after this podcast, I'm like, I've I've been smart for about an hour.
2: I'm <laughs> you done. have been smart, <laughs> and yeah.
0: like I need that time to just like just relax for a bit, not be, not have the pressure of interacting with people, and then I can come back again and be, you know, my great effervescent self. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think it does really help um, to center yourself and just be alone with. Your thoughts and whatever you're doing kinetically that will
1: give you happiness. Yeah, it's a terrible mm-hmm. thing to admit, but I get that way with hugs. Oh yeah, because like hmm. my daughter is hanging on me, oh, or, you know, touching me in some way like all day long. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm just like, don't touch me. Nobody touched me. I yeah. just have been yeah. touched out, um, <laughs> which is something I never thought would happen. But it I really see that. is. It does yeah, make that sense. makes a lot yep. of sense to me. Yeah. 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 So one thing that you said about It's actually I'm going to turn the 10-minute thing into something else. Um, So that's a good strategy to use when they're – you talked about having trouble getting them off devices. You say, okay – you've yeah. got 10 more minutes yeah. or five more minutes or whatever, which is we do, we do with Anna with the iPad. It doesn't right. you know, always work yeah. because she's three. Um, <laughs> but in most cases, I think that's a good – and rather than saying, okay, get off of it now, no. um, say you've got 10 more minutes. And usually, like even in games where there are save points you need to get to the end of the level, usually that's enough time to kind of get somewhere yeah. where you can mm-hmm. save and you're not going to lose all your progress. Um, So I think that's a pretty good strategy. Yeah, because that is an issue when you
2: interrupt kids in the middle of something that they can't save. Then they feel like they've lost their work, Mm -hmm. basically. They're not just losing
0: those 10 minutes. They're losing, like, maybe an hour (laughs) that they have spent. Yeah, I I like that, too, because it's a good way to, I think, you know, say I am the mom. I am the parent. We're on kind of my schedule. But I still am respecting that. This is important to you. You're doing this. So I'm going to give you this chance to finish it, and then we're going to get back to whatever, you know, we need to be doing right now. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. give and take. Mm -hmm. Give and take. And And it's not a huge amount of time to lose. So
3: Yeah, true. And and for me, I I love that strategy. It would just help to know more about that particular game. So I could say, you know, are you close to – Right, that next yeah. level or whatever it Yeah, is that's so that, another big challenge. Yeah, I could be more aware because with the TV show, it's easy. Hey, I, I see you have 10 more minutes left in this show. Right, yeah. We'll eat dinner in fifteen or whatever, yeah, but yeah. but you know, not knowing. And, and I get that, and I respect yeah. that because I wouldn't want them to work so hard on building this this thing, this cave full of diamonds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, you know nice. just to <laughs> lose it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and, and so, yeah. And I think yeah. having that open dialogue is really um, pleasurable for kids too when they can explain what they've made and how much longer they need to work on it to make it into this wonderful thing that it's going to be in the end mm-hmm. to their mom. They just love that. Yeah. They yeah. really will bloom under that. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: So did you have any more questions? Well, so, you know, we haven't talked about we haven't talked about the violent games yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to bring this up. Yeah. <laughs> um I I would love your opinion on if if something is um, if there's a a battle, let's just say let's call it a battle. Uh-huh. Does it make a difference if that battle is uh, an animated one, or uh, like or you know something with real people, real people or who look like real people? So mm-hmm. th- this is another thing that I struggle with. I was like, okay, so it's Pokemon. He's yellow or whatever. Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, fluffy bunny rabbit. Yeah. Cute, but I guess he has some dangerous shocking. I'm yeah. sorry,
0: Pikachu's a mouse. Oh, P- so. oh I thought he was a I'm gonna have to stop you right now. Yeah. Well, he has really long ears. He does have really long ears. He's yeah, really yeah. Long, also, yes. like you said, he is yellow and has He's a spiky yeah. tail. He doesn't look like a mouse. You know, I you're did fine. know
2: that, and I played that game. about two
0: feet tall, too, so oh. unmouse like in many ways. So. Well, so yeah. let's say yeah. he
3: got angry. Is that That's better, I think, than. Uh, you know, some big muscle-bound warrior guy who's going to chop off somebody's head. You know, it, it, I mean, what, in your opinion, what is my question here? In your opinion, is it better for kids? And my kids are 8 and 11. You know, is it better for them to have animated games as opposed to those more realistic-looking games? And I think I know the answer, but, I mean, what's, what's the difference in their yeah. brain? Is a great, it is a great question. You
1: know, and that's probably the answer you're expecting. Every kid is different. Yeah, yeah, and but, it, but it's true. Like, you really have to take into account what they are ready for. So, like, I would think of it as what you would let them see in a movie or watch on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're playing a game that is at that level, then it's probably fine. But if there are TV shows and, you know, whatnot that you're like, absolutely no way. And there's a game that's similar mm-hmm. um, in that regard, then... Don't let them play it.
3: Interesting. See, yeah. and they they love Lord of the Rings and yeah. all those movies, and they've watched all that violence. Which yeah. you know, some of it is like, oh, yeah, I know, yeah. yeah, right. And yeah. they've seen all that. The even my eight year old seen. It. He loves yeah. it. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> So at that point, you know, do you say, okay, I'm going to let you play this particular game, but, but I, I guess that's why you need websites to help you out. to yes. decide absolutely <laughs> which one, because all ratings aren't the same either. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, and yeah. there is
0: certainly I I think there's a the difference between movies and games would be a, a, games are usually concentrated sequences of action and the mechanic of the game what you're doing is generally the same thing over and over again so like a game like bioshock infinite is about as violence as lord of the rings but it's like three hours of solid like fighting instead of you know dialogue fighting more dialogue a mountain scene fighting (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i I think that there, there there is something to be said for, like, a saturation of that kind of content. Um, I do generally think that kids can distinguish between, you know, what is violence in this game. And I think a lot of times what we find is they don't think of it as, like, I'm being violent. They think of it as I'm trying to win the game. So that's – I think that's something to take into account. But it's also, I believe, really important to just – talk about the consequences of violence in media versus in real life. Mm -hmm. And I think especially who the violence is being perpetrated against and who is perpetrating violence, like when you're talking about muscle-bound warrior dudes, like I personally think that that's a really – harmful thing that we do to say, like, here are the male role models that we have. They're all these muscle-bound, violent guys. Like, <laughs> there there right. need to be a, a variety of male role models. Um, same with women. There's mm-hmm. a whole different problem there. <laughs> <laughs> which we know from yeah. watching our princess movies. Right. But um, I definitely went on a tangent there. I'm gonna stop talking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's, it's completely yeah. true. And, like, you know, I would say the... The fantasy versus the real life plays a picture, at least for me. Yeah. So, like, I'm perfectly cool and love playing a shooter like Bioshock, which is set in this kind of weird world. It's like a retro underwater world thing you're fighting against. People who have, like, genetically modified themselves that you can't recognize them as people anymore versus, Mm. say, a Call of Duty where – You are a soldier, like a modern, real soldier, like fighting out basically real battles that you would Mm -hmm. see like our real soldiers doing. So um, so there's a big distinction there, I think, too, on how much of the game is sort of fantasy Mm -hmm. and how much of it is – Real.
0: And I know you yeah. said the other week that you don't play like even Dragon Age Inquisition in front of Anna.
1: Absolutely not. Yeah. But she's three. True. True. So fair enough. <laughs> I wouldn't let her watch Lord of the Rings either. You yeah. Mm-hmm. I've like I tried to Too let her scary. Yeah, I tried to let her watch Brave like a year ago. Yeah. And she was terrified of the bear in the beginning. Oh. Terrified. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, we're turning this off now. <laughs> so that's her yeah. night on Bald Yes, Mountain. and I'm like, this is such a good movie with a strong female character and I gotta wait. Oh. A <laughs> <Yeah>. oh,
2: <yes.
1: laughs> <laughs> couple years,
0: yeah. you can yeah. do it.
2: <laughs> and it probably goes without saying, although I don't think it actually does because I think a lot of parents still aren't aware of the ESRB ratings. Yes. And the ESRB rating system for video games is really good, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, I um, that's an acronym. Yeah, Entertainment uh,
0: Software a, Rating Board. Yes, gotcha. Oh, I'm writing now. That down. You're
2: the police. At the <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, very good. Um, yeah. So it's the same as like the movie rating system, mm-hmm. and gotcha. um, the ratings are EC for early childhood, E for everyone, E10 plus mm-hmm. so 10 and older, um, T which mm-hmm. is 13 and older. Yeah. M which is seventeen and oldest yes. and then A o which is adults only, mm-hmm. and very, very, very few games end up with that AO rating because mm-hmm.
1: it's basically like a ban then <laughs> you know the consoles yeah, retailers they, won't sell them retailers won't sell them, the console makers won't let them on their consoles so so you mm-hmm. won't see the A o yeah. which actually kind of makes the game developers rein in their content
2: a little bit, you yeah. know, which is so, good, yeah yeah. Yeah, but so, um, but you, I think you do see some little kids like your age of kids, eight, eight, eleven, twelve, playing those M-rated games. Yeah, um, probably more than I would like, um, mm-hmm. and I think parents could stand to pay a little more attention to that. Like an eight-year-old playing a realistic military shooter online yeah. with uh, with adults, mm-hmm. um, like Call of Duty. Yeah. That's not my favorite thing. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know...
0: Especially because the military uses Call of Duty as a recruitment tool. I think that's super sketch. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other
2: (laughs) hand, I might might not be as concerned about um, a game like Halo, which is set in a science fiction universe. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of subtlety there that... um, it really behooves parents to understand what the game is all yes. about and how mm. it's played, yeah. so that they can make really informed judgments about it.
0: Yeah, and yeah. thing about a lot of the M rated games, like you, your Grand Theft Autos, your Call of Duties, they are incredibly fun and violent. That kind of like frothy violence, but those games they also like try to put social issues in their games, and mm-hmm. they may not do it very well. Um, in the like in the Call of Duty example would be the the left, ugh, the left level uh, No Russian from, I think, Modern Warfare, where it, they, it was basically just, like, an airport shootout. And they were trying to do some commentary on, like, what you'll do for the cause and moral judgments and all that. But it's literally just, like, walking through an airport for 10 minutes and shooting everyone. Yeah. So mm. that's the kind of thing that, like, the game maybe not like it's as violent as destiny is which is a kind of fantasy space shooter destiny doesn't have those destiny doesn't try to inject those kind of big moral real world questions into the game which i think are a little maybe too they they would fly like right over the head like any kind of social point that you're trying to make would fly over the head of an eight-year-old yeah at that point like same with grand theft auto which is like trying to make these social commentaries about race and stuff and like no (laughs) you're you know also perpetuating stereotypes there that again the eight-year-old won't realize that it's satire yes yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah fantasy games yay (laughs) um yeah
1: yeah. so i hope we've been helpful
3: you have been no i mean no i'm inspired because i i really feel like i want to know more and so it isn't just you know a time to just you know shove an iPad in in a kid's hands and say, go away or whatever, you know, right? Because I think a lot of parents – do that, yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. You know, it's kind of like the TV was back in the days. It's, it's it's the babysitter. Yeah. So it's just, um you know, like the other day, I'm at Green Lake Park, and there's a lady with a jog stroller there, and her kid, instead of looking around at all the beauty, was <laughs> on a little iPady mm-hmm. thing, and the kid was three or something, you know. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, look around, man. There's ducks and geese, and you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So you context, know, context, yeah, and place. you know, there's yeah. a time and place. But I also want to be, I do want to be more involved, and then if I when I am. Um, I think at that point I'll be able to say, okay, you know, I get that you're playing this particular game, and I know that you have to, you know, ten more minutes till you get to that level. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll be a little bit more mindful as well, yeah. um, and it's better than them sitting on the couch and watching TV, I suppose. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's, it's 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 active as long as the game yeah. is, you know, one of those games where they're. They're challenged in a good way, or mm-hmm. they're building something, and they're yeah. you know not tearing down something necessarily, yeah. or, or you know what I mean. Like there's, yeah, there's yeah. A, and that that's how in my mind I've always made a rule for the kids. I was like, well, if you're if you're destroying something or killing something, that's probably not a good game. But if you're, that's why I like Minecraft. I was yeah. like, well, if yeah, you're, you're building yeah. something, you're you're you know you're making. You're you're making creative choices. Yes. Yeah. You know, and you're discovering iron ore or whatever it is, <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> That's mean, a great way to look at it. You yeah. know, it's yeah. cool, right? I mean you know, so I, I know enough about Minecraft now to be able, you know, now I've got a little bit of, of an interest in that. Nice. I, I think I think for parents it is important just to just to yeah, take a few minutes and learn yeah. because otherwise it is just oh I don't know what you're playing and maybe you are playing that mm. Call of Duty Call of Duty yeah. game. Good Lord yeah. Almighty! Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell right? so. yeah. them yeah. um, they should
2: be playing Splatoon where they oh, spray gosh. yeah they spray ink. Um, yeah. to yeah. Um, win territory yeah. for I've been part. loving Splatoon lately. Splatoon yeah. Good Splatoon. segue is, into what we're yes, playing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was just
1: going to say that. So, Simone has been playing Splatoon. Yes. Uh-huh. So,
0: I, I did start playing Splatoon. Courtney brought it into the office. And this is a new game for the Wii U. And you play as these squid kids, Inklings. And it's basically turf war with paintball guns. So you're trying to splatter as much paint and cover the ground in your color and the other team's starting to do the same thing. And of course, if you hit the other team with your color, the, uh, a member of the other team with your color paint, they'll have to like, re- they'll respawn at the beginning of the level and have to do it all over again. It is so much fun. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I can't believe it. It's It's just like, Joyous and wonderful, and you can like customize your inklings and buy clothes for them. And, <laughs> cool, uh, it is yeah. just really fun.
1: Yeah. Cool, that sounds great. Cool. So I'm going to leave the Hearthstone <laughs> conversation <laughs> out of this. Everybody knows if you listen to this podcast that I've been playing Hearthstone. It doesn't. Once I get back need on, to be said. we'll have the talk again. <laughs> yes. Um, so the other really cool thing that I played is this uh, iPad point and click adventure called Lost Echo was really, really great. Um, it's had a really good story. Some of the dialogue was written a little cheesily. Cheesily, I'm yeah. going to a word there. Um, but the overarching <laughs> story was really good. Um, it didn't have a lot of like puzzle puzzles. It was more just kind of like figuring out like cuz the whole plot is like this big mystery. So it's sort of figuring things out mm-hmm. that way. And it was it was really good. Nice. I thought it was awesome.
2: Sounds great. How about you, Linda? Um well, I'm still playing a little Assassin's Creed, but I have this little story <laughs> I wanted to tell where um I couldn't get past a certain part mm-hmm. because I'm not that good with the controller. <laughs> because I'm old, whatever. (laughs) Anyway, I'm playing this game, and I I had to chase this guy down a hallway. Uh. And I tried, oh, I don't know, 50 times. (laughs) Not that many. Something like that. Um, (laughs) To do this, and I couldn't do it. But then I had everyone over for a graduation dinner. Mm. And um, I handed the controller to all my nieces and nephews and my kids, and they all tried how to do it. They, none of them could do it. Nice. Okay? Mm, and nice. And they have all played, they've even played this game before. Yeah. Um, until my nephew Isaac changed a setting on my Xbox <gasps> One controller <laughs> to make it more responsive. Oh, and my gosh. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Nice. And then, like, now everything's... Wonderful, way better. Wow. So, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. You can totally
1: calibrate controllers. I guess you know. Why didn't you, you tell me that before, Nicole? I, well, I, just, <laughs> I didn't know that that's the problem you were having. But lots of people like don't know that. Like the only games yeah, that actually I didn't give you that, you know, or like really publicize that option to you are like the music games the rock band the yeah. fantasias oh, right. the everything yeah. they will yeah. they and will the Wii prompt U you has to calibrate like every yeah. time they yeah. will prompt you it's like if you feel like you know the timing is off like here's your calibration and like yeah. you know they play they do like that a for racing and, games yes,
2: too right yeah. like yeah. the forza games and yeah. stuff yeah yeah so i have not yeah. thought okay.
0: about doing that in assassin's Creed before i thank you <laughs> uh,
2: well it got me uh, past that little hump but then yeah. i also played um the game that Todd Bishop liked. What's the name of it again? Crossy Road? Crossy Road. (laughs) Oh, my God, you guys, that's so fun. They have, um, you know one of the characters is a cow and you try to get across, you get try to get across the road and if you hit a truck it makes this like splat sound oh my the god cow, the cow moves you know and then it's this <laughs> flat little pixelated block it's yeah. hilarious i i totally recommend that learn yeah. lessons about road safety exactly yeah. and that's yeah. one of the the winners of the Design con, the design, design, design Awards, yes. Awards. Yeah, so
1: Todd Bishop, editor and founder of GeekWire, who was on our podcast right. a few episodes ago, said that that's a great game that he likes to play with his daughter because it's just like one one button. One button, press. Yeah. but also
2: that um, it's really funny when you lose, right? When yeah. your character gets run over, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Yeah, talk about violence. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I can't imagine that people don't understand
1: this, but it's like a Frogger it's like freeway. It's actually really close to what freeway was back in the days. like Atari Twenty Six Hundred, where you're trying to get the chicken across the road. Right. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of gameplay for that. So I assume, Kate, that you haven't been playing
3: games, but oh no, I have something on oh, my phone. Okay, great. Yeah, my Yay. kids put it on there. It's called Tomcat. Oh, oh nice. I never heard of that. Know that? What is, is that a it? game? Probably. Do you guys know about it? Tell is me it, about it. Is <laughs> it
1: like Talking Tom? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Is that a
3: game? It's kind of a game. It's kind of yeah. Well, he, yeah. he he meows at me, and and yeah. tells me when he's hungry. Yes. And then Aww. I have to rub his belly, and I have to feed him, and I have to wash Aww. him. And that's yeah. so cute! And do that's all this very stuff, cute. and then sometimes yeah. he threatens to you know leave if I don't put him to bed. <laughs> or <laughs> or Typical he cat. Pee yeah. on the carpet or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah, Marcus thinks it's funny, in my son, because he's. He's like haha I put it on your phone and now now it texts he texts
1: me. Oh um, when he's hungry. Fun. Oh he's like, my god. This cat,
3: this cat will text that's hilarious.
1: me and say you haven't fed yeah. me in 2
3: days. Yeah. Yeah, there <laughs> are quite a few
1: games like that on the on the iPhone or iPad which yeah.
3: you, It's like if a little your friend. Son put it on. Yeah. But <laughs> you
1: can like pick that option like would you like to receive texts
3: from your cat? <laughs> and you can be like no. <laughs> I know. Well, that's just it. My husband says, well, "Why don't you just take it off your phone. And I said, well, no, he's kind of like a little friend now. Yeah, I <laughs> got attached
1: to him. That's yeah. hilarious. Isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah. yeah. there
3: have yeah. been a number of games like that. dogs
1: is actually pretty much exactly that. Mm-hmm. You've got a yeah. dog that you need to take care of. You yeah. have to feed him, you have to give him a bath, you have to take him out for a walk. So
3: Yeah, and you earn points and stars or something. Yes, you definitely can. Yeah, a game. Yeah, you
2: earn good, nice. good vibes. Isn't definitely definitely that a little bit a like that hydration game you guys are playing? Yeah, oh
0: my gosh. So Keezy and I have been playing a game called Plant nanny and basically you choose a plant you choose a pot to put it in and every time you drink a cup of water you tell the game i drank a cup of water it waters your plant and so basically over the course like i'm three or four days into watering my first plant eventually it'll be full grown and then i'll plant it and i'll get a new plant and it's it's really like you you basically how it works is you can say the amount of water you're drinking like i think i'm going i'm drinking out of a 14 milliliter cup or something so it calculates based on my weight and everything how much how many cups of water of that size I need to drink per day to properly water my plant, quote-unquote, hydrate myself. (laughs) Um, And this game actually is made by the same people who make Walker, uh, Walker without an E, W-A-L-K-R, which counts your steps like a Fitbit does. um, But basically, as you the more you walk, the more energy you get, and you use your energy um, to discover planets in the solar system. And (laughs) so you go and you discover new planets, and then you kind of, like get to upgrade them with the energy that you're getting from walking. So the more you walk, the more planets you can upgrade. And it's, it's really, it's really nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So there's a bunch of apps now coming out that are sort of combining gaming with a little fitness thing to get you to do Mm -hmm. fitness. Walker is
0: the first one I've really liked because I hate motion. (laughs) 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 But just like the, the planets are really cute. Like they're, there are all these varieties like food planets or festival planets. So I have a planet that's like a snow cone or something. I have another planet that's like a dragon festival. I don't know. It's it's very cool.
1: Very cool. Awesome. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, we would love to hear questions so that we can answer them. Kate, you did a great job giving us questions today. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. You're you're awesome. Thank you. So um, if you have questions, please send them to hello at pixelkin.org. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook is Pixelkin. Twitter, Pixelkin underscore org. And also Gaming with Moms, which is specific to this podcast. As always, please visit pixelkin.org. We're doing some great
0: things there about games. And if you have questions about games, uh, specific games, check out our game library. We have a lot of them and we talk about stuff like save points that might be helpful
1: if you are trying to do the 10-minute rule and you can see simone's angry birds live live video video there so it's
2: wonderful we'll put all the links in yeah absolutely
1: so once again kate thanks so much for being here thank you it's great and listeners thanks so much for listening and we'll be back with you next week bye This podcast was recorded in the studios of the Jack Straw Cultural Center in Seattle, Washington.